0: Welcome to It's Not a Crisis. I am your host, Doran Wallach. I'm an entrepreneur, a mother of two, a wife, and a 40-something trying to figure out what is happening in this decade. Why is no one talking about it? I created this podcast to help women in their late 30s and 40s to figure out what is going on in our mind, body, soul, and life. We may laugh, we may cry, we may get frustrated, but most importantly, My goal is to make this next chapter of life positive. I'm also full of my own questions, and I'm here to go on this journey with you. So let's do it together. Hello, I have missed talking to all of you so much. Even though I never hear you talk back to me, I miss coming in this booth of mine and Talking to you about what's going on. So a lot of you on Instagram have asked me for updates, which I am very happy to do. So I'm going to start with uh, the PMDD and the perimenopause front because... As many of you know who have been listening to my podcast, those have been a major struggle for me in my life, and I've really taken action to help it, and I'm going to tell you how. So if you're listening for the first time, this is probably not the episode to listen to, so please go back and listen to some other ones. But I have been taking some time off to just focus on a few things um, within my own life. I felt like I was giving all of this advice on my podcast, but I wasn't taking the advice. And I really needed to uh, address my own mental and physical health and also to embrace imperfection in myself and in others and and really try to make that the focus uh, of a lot of my energy, because I, I think it's a very poisonous way to be. I think that Gen Xers, we grew up being kind of told that we are to do all and be all, and we've put this pressure on ourselves for that. And I really, I don't want to say I hit a rock bottom, but I was close. And I, I I realized that I have to stop being so hard on myself and stop putting pressure on myself. Now, it is a work in progress. I am not saying that I am healed by any means, but I think it's so important. And I hope that I can change this in our children, too. I I really hope that all of us can as we work through this together. So PMDD, perimenopause, I was very against taking anything um, synthetic. I didn't want to take antidepressants. I did not want to go back on the pill. Now, from one of the things that I have discovered— Birth control has changed a lot since we were in our teens and 20s. So if you had a bad experience then, that does not mean you're going to have it now. So I have been on pills that did not work well for me. And I had a doctor say to me, well, tell me what didn't work and what happened. And I went over that. And she said, "Okay, I want to put you on a birth control pill that has X amount of estrogen, X amount of progesterone. And that should balance the other ones that you took and and be able to get you into the right dosage. So I went crying to my doctor a few months ago and said, I... I know this sounds dramatic. I have PTSD every single month, every month leading up to my period. I, I just get into this zone of like, oh, no, not again. And uh, my, my, my body becomes stressed, my mind. And she said, I really want you to try the pill. And I said, all right, I will try it again. And uh, she put me on a pill called Julebar, which is similar to Desigen, which was around years ago and oh my god so it it took me you know 2 or 3 months but i feel so good i skipped the sugar pills so i don't get a period at all anymore i occasionally have some spotting but last time i went on the pill i i got very puffy i had gained some weight so this time i really said to myself Once I felt better, because you can't do anything unless your mind feels good. So when my mind, well, I don't know. I mean, I don't know if you're the person that doesn't drink. I mean, drink or eat when you're feeling good or um, feeling bad. But when I feel bad, I eat and drink. When I feel good, I can diet and limit everything else when my anxiety is low. So anyway, this summer, when I kind of hit my low, I ate and drank my way through it. And I came out in September and was like, "Uh uh-oh, I really need to do something about this. So I want you to know I actually have lost weight on the pill, and I will talk about that in a minute. But I don't get ups and downs anymore, and my debilitating irritability that used to literally— scare me almost is completely gone. And that's not to say I don't get upset about things anymore, but the irritability that I had, which was like my skin crawling and almost like a volcano erupting does not happen to me anymore. And I'm so grateful for that. And guys, I've said this before. I have tried everything. There's nothing you can tell me that I haven't tried for this. So for me, the birth control pill saved my life. So don't give up on it. If you feel like you have this, even with perimenopause, by the way, um, if you're in your earlier years, in your 40s, or even the late 30s, women go through perimenopause. uh, It might be a good idea for you to try it now and see what happens. You know, you never know, but it might take a couple until you find the right one. But don't give up on that. With that being said, I hired an amazing nutritionist to make sure I was eating well and to but not to go to extreme levels, no extreme dieting, because I'll never sustain it. I never have been able to. So I am working um, with Sophie Anson. And she is so wonderful, because she has given me wonderful advice. She holds me accountable. But she doesn't Punish me if I mess up. And she believes in having the things that you want in moderation at certain times. So and if I don't have that in my life, um, I can't do it. I've had nutritionists say to me, you need to cut carbs and sugar and this and that and no dairy and no da 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 da. And and that needs to be your lifestyle. I've done that. It's not sustainable. I'm not going to do it. So you have to know your own body. So um, what am I doing? I eat low carb, but not no carb. I eat dairy, but I I limit it. I drink, but not every night of the week. I usually wait till the weekends. And then I drink either clear alcohol or I do drink Prosecco or wine, which I prefer. Um, I just limit it. Prosecco actually has very little sugar, but you still shouldn't go overboard. And then I eat, if I want something to eat or I go to a restaurant and there's great food, I just eat smaller portions. Uh, and, I, and I try to limit that to once or twice a week. And what I love is like, you know, I, I'm not... I'm actually very satisfied. So so let me tell you what I'm doing. I start most days with a fast until 12 or 1 o'clock. You don't have to do that. I found that it allows me to eat a little bit more of what I love, and I don't care that much about breakfast, but I'm very much in the middle. I think breakfast is really important, and I don't think some people can fast, but I think if you can... Go for it. And then for lunch, I usually have soup or a protein or vegetable. Actually, just started ordering Cook Unity, which has wonderful fresh meals. Really, really good. So I would I would highly recommend them. And you can search by calorie or low carb. Sometimes I make this eggplant parm, which is just uh, actually Chinese eggplant. And I, I bake it and then I throw it in the broiler with some cheese and tomato sauce. It's delicious. Every day. At like three, four o'clock, I have four cups of AirPop popcorn with salt, and that is like the most exciting part of my day. And I have a one-ounce bar of raw chocolate love New York City, which is the most amazing dark chocolate I've ever had in my life. It is has all clean ingredients. There's no dairy in it. It tastes like fudge. It's amazing. It's amazing. Gluten free-ish. I am not an all gluten free person, but I try to limit it during the week. I really like Viking waffles. I've had that with, you know, turkey and cheese on them. I actually just had them with caviar because I had a party and I bought a little caviar and I had leftovers. It was so good. I've had it with like a little cream cheese, uh, you know, so I have one of those. But I I don't cut out soy sauce and all the other stuff. And to keep my insulin levels from spiking, I do very little sugar. So my only sugar I really have is the chocolate bar, and I have a piece of fruit every day. So I have lost seven pounds since September, and I have more to go, but I feel really good. Which brings me to embracing the suburbs. So as you know, I moved to the suburbs just outside of New York City. God, January, so it's been a while now. And I really like it. I... I feel like a total hypocrite and a total cliche at the same time, because I will be honest, I kind of judged the suburbs and, you know, people in the suburbs, which is so dumb because I have so many friends in the suburbs, and even maybe a little bit women that didn't work. Uh, So I'm going to admit that. I'm going to admit that because I have really seen the other side, and I'm going to tell you... Uh, the pros and cons of of both of it. So first of all, I love where I live. I have met more women here that I have stuff in common with than I met in my 24 years in New York City. Interesting, artistic, open-minded, all different types of women. It's really, really wonderful. And I, you know, used to give myself slack about women playing tennis and blah, blah, blah. Well, guess what? Not only have I played a little tennis, I play paddle tennis, pickleball, I'm running 20 minutes on the treadmill, I do upper body weights, and I do Pilates twice a week. And I am trying things that I've never tried before, and I will get to that in a minute. But I'm seeing changes in my body in a really short time. I started in the beginning of September. I get a massage once a week. And I am well aware that not everybody can do this. I know that I am fortunate. uh, And, you know, it's just for me. I am able to do this right now. And I don't think I would be the person I am today if I didn't take this pause in my life. And I had to actually not be judgy. I had to say, okay, Doran, stop putting pressure on yourself. It's okay if you want to do, you know, tennis in the middle of the day. It's okay if you want to sit on the couch and watch a show. You know, uh, I'm cooking a little bit more for my family. It's, It's a wild, I actually said to someone the other day, I said, I think for 10 years of running my own business and then going through the pandemic, I was in fight or flight. I somehow, and also living in Manhattan, where the pressure to be doing, doing, and going, and going all the time was just way too much for me. And on top of being a Gen Xer, putting that pressure on myself to do everything just wasn't possible. It's just not possible. It's not sustainable. So... I would say to you as my advice, go easier on yourself. Don't be afraid of being a hypocrite, (laughs) Um, you know, and admit that you were wrong. I always admit when I'm wrong about something. And, you know, if it means doing one new thing in your life, do that. You know, I've taken some classes. I'm doing voiceover coaching for a narration voiceover. I've started an art form called Kintsugi, which is the most beautiful, beautiful meaningful type of artwork and I would encourage you to read more about it or I will I will talk about it later. The other biggest thing is I just learning to be less of a perfectionist. To me that's something that was very detrimental in my life and I'm really really learning to change that. I don't think it'll ever go away, but I'm learning to change it. And also giving you advice like what would be maybe every three months or maybe every six months you do one small thing. Don't put pressure on yourself don't do it for social media. Do it for you. So whether it's taking an online quick class, if you're artistic or crafty, there's Domestica and Udemy, Skillshare, they have great classes. Actually, oh my gosh, I just signed up for a class in making greeting cards because I find that greeting cards are so ugly. So I thought, you know what, maybe I'll make a greeting card. I don't know. I just, you know, I want to find things that I love and what I don't love. Oh, I took a ceramics class. Hate that. I do not like the wheel. I do not like ceramics. I'm so happy I learned that. So it's it's about finding where you're happy, what makes you happy. And And ladies, start making yourself happy. Stop making it about everybody else. So my last thought in all of this is it was very it still is very hard from going to running a large business where I've had a lot of um, recognition and to not doing anything. Even when somebody says, oh, do you work? And I get nervous from that question like I'm a slacker, which is my own issue, because let me tell you something. First of all, I, I I mean, I can say I'm a stay-at-home mom, but my kids aren't here all day. But even just running a household and taking care of two kids, and that is so much work. We all know this. It is so much work. I don't even know how I managed to do all of that as well as run a business. So for all of you moms that are doing that, I, I mean, good for you. It is not easy. Um, and it's not easy In general. So uh, doing both of those things is a lot. One of the things I I found in my career as a jewelry designer that I really missed was working with my hands. So I didn't make my jewelry. I I sketched it. I uh, was involved in the process from beginning to end. And it was creative, but actually doing art with my hands is something i really miss doing. So i had mentioned kintsugi before. Kintsugi is all about embracing imperfection. It's taking a broken piece of of ceramic pottery and putting it back together with gold to make it beautiful again. And the idea is that the piece does not need to be perfect. It's not perfect and that with all of our flaws and as broken as we may be, we are still beautiful. And that's what I just love so much about it, because when I'm doing the actual artwork, I don't feel like it needs to be perfect. I just can do it and uh, enjoy it. And it's the first time I've ever been able to do an artwork where I feel that way. So that is my new love. And I'm going to be telling you a little bit more about that later. So keep checking in on um, social media. I'm also uh, now taking 20 milligrams of Lexapro. I was on 10 for a while. I didn't feel so. So it's interesting. Once you get the hormones in order, you know which anxiety was hormonally related and which anxiety is just your generalized anxiety. So I don't have that completely under control, but it's not debilitating. It's there. I can control it a little bit better, but I didn't feel like that dosage was doing much. So I just increased it. We'll see. We'll see what happens. The most important thing is that I have the hormones under control because that changed everything. And the generalized anxiety, well... You know, we could all use a little help in that area. So we'll, we'll see what happens. Anyway, that's all I have for now. I know a lot of you have mentioned uh, solo podcasts. That is a lot easier for me to sit here and talk to you as opposed to um, finding and sourcing guests. So uh, it's something I am considering, but I'm not putting pressure on myself. And if you have topic ideas that you want me to talk about, I'd be more than happy to do that. But I'm still thinking about it and making sure it's something that I want to do. So I hope all of you are doing well. I hope you take some of my words and you incorporate any small chunk of what I'm doing into your own life and start taking control and start thinking about yourself and start doing the work because you deserve it and life is short and you just, you know, just love yourself and you will honestly feel like everything else will fall into place. Until next time. Thank you so much for listening. Remember to give yourself permission and know that you are not alone. Don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss any episodes. Reviews are always appreciated. And you can reach me by email at it's not a crisis at Gmail, Instagram, it's not a crisis podcast, and please join our Facebook group as well. Until next time, just remember, it's not a crisis.